comes the bride with a knife that's one inch wide. Where is the groom dead in the dressing room? Stabbed in the heart because death do us part. Hello and welcome to Death Do Us Part. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And today we're talking about that stupid holiday. Oh, I was going to be like, today we're talking about love. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I used to be much more romantic than I am now. My family has beaten like it sad. out of you. Sounds like, yeah, right? You're just beaten it. There's such a pragmatic person. Your family. Well, you know, uh, my family, the collective, hold on, cheers so I can drink Yeah, this. we're going to cheers first um, tonight because we are, uh, like had shit drink. days at work and such, so we're going to drink our wine. We have fancy... the most romantic wine that we happen to have on hand at your house, which is what? Uh, it's St. Francis, almost like St. Valentine, but a totally yeah, different name. just a few name. dozen letters off. <laughs> but you know when you go at like a restaurant for Valentine's Day or whatever, you're not going to be like chugging beer or taking shots. You're going to be drinking wine. I thought about just chugging this whole thing. With your pinky out. It's good. It's fine. I really like that 19 Crimes wine. I'm a big fan of that. We'll, we'll bring it back. But yes, the season is upon us and we're talking about Valentine's Day today. Do you uh, already have a gift? For your hubby? I'm sorry, what? Do you have a gift for your husband? As opposed to, like, he gets to be married to me? <laughs> My yeah. presence Fair is point. a present? <laughs> um, no. 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 Because no. Valentine's Day is a stupid holiday, and I think it's stupid, and therefore we don't celebrate how well, stupid we it is. we might think that valentine's is stupid but we have a lot of love for our patrons see how that's oh, pretty good right best one yet of course we love sarah air at sarah's smile 83 on instagram we would Jimmy, send her a tattoo valentine should we all get tattoos we should all get tattoos no for i meant like Day. the fake what you bought your children tattoo oh, oh you mean valentine's like, like the the ones that you put on with like a washcloth yeah yeah like the ones that come in the little valentine card pack some people Give suckers to the children at school. You're not allowed to do that You're anymore. You're not supposed to do that anymore because, you know, a few suckers is going to obviously make you so unhealthy. I um already picked out the Valentines that I'm getting your children, though. <laughs> I like that. You have Valentines for my kids, but you're like, fuck my husband. Okay, so well, I guess me, that would be Hold on. Finish, finish our patron love so I could get into my... Yes, yeah. So, so Sarah Air, of to course. To like fully explain it to you. Uh, Jimmy Fuquay at the Jimmy Fuquay on Instagram, and of course our friend Bernadette from Murderific Podcast at Murderific Podcast. You can find us at Death Do Us Part Podcast.com, at DDupcast on Instagram. If you want to email us, then you're just gonna have to fucking find it yourself because <laughs> <laughs> nobody does except for a few people. So thank you for those few people who have emailed us. But it's on our website, so go to our website. You can find our email. Or just Google us, because if you Google Death to Us Part Podcast, we come up now. Do we? We're there. Depends yeah. which browser. Oh, okay. Well, you When I look in Chrome, our website doesn't come up, but we our, our uh, Stitcher account comes up first place of, yeah. any, of any podcast with that name. I've just used <clears throat> the one on my phone, so I don't know. So it's Safari yeah. on your iPhone? Yeah. Well, I that's good. Go beyond I, that. I tried it on whatever the... 
I don't know what Internet Explorer is called anymore. Edge. Microsoft Edge. Because they're fucking on the edge. I.E. <laughs> and we came, our website came up. Have you looked well. on Firefox? Is Firefox still thing? I don't have that downloaded <laughs> on any of my devices currently. So no, All I have right. not. What so are we anyways, talking about? Valentine's Day. Day. So this is, I think when you're a kid or whatever, and like you get the Valentine's Day and whatever, that's cute. And I like coming up with themed foods. So like we're doing a Valentine's family breakfast and like I'm super into that and I think that's adorable. It's like, I think that people shouldn't, this whole like feeling forced to going like out or doing some big like declaration of your love, like basically buying love. That's because of this Hallmark holiday that people are forced into. And then you go out and you sit for like an hour for a terrible table at like some stupid restaurant that's like middle of the road fancy looking you at you. You wait two like, hours to get in. Yeah, you gotta wait two hours you to go into Olive Garden. Wait, like, give me a one, break. One day earlier is 30 minutes. <laughs> um, and then like everybody's just miserable and all the servers who work there are miserable. And like the whole thing is just so forced. And so I'm like super into... Doing nice things all year wrong just because you, like, love each other instead of, like, you know, saving it. So you like, let your husband enjoy people... your presence just all year long. Yes, right? but there's people who save it up and, like, are terrible, awful, you know, spouses it's or like significant use... others for a whole year. And then they're like, well, I bought you a giant teddy bear and a bunch of roses and a box of chocolates. And then we had cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory while glaring at each other. And I was on my phone <laughs> 50% of the time, but you must Instead love of 100. me now. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm yeah, more it's like, like a, they use the holiday as a day of makeup, yeah. making up for all the crap they do. But to me, like it's it's when Nick makes coffee in the morning and like pours me a cup and brings it to me, or like how he constantly fills up my water bottle and brings it up and puts it on the nightstand next to bed because I just simply refuse to do it. But you then mean when wake you're on the couch and... and you say, "Give me water." <laughs> When he gives me water continuously 24-7, he's the only reason I'm not dehydrated. <laughs> or, um, like me, bringing home mini bags of gummy bears that I stole from work on, like, a random Tuesday because I hate gummy bears and Nick loves gummy bears. <laughs> what are gummy bears doing at your work? Oh, my, we have a full-on, like, fully stocked snack room and fridge oh. room. So, like, any snack you could ever want it's is It's worth generally... the two and a half hour drive, isn't it? <sighs> No. Also, most of them are like Kato or like organic and weird. They're mm, not like mm -hmm. you go into the snack room and you're like, I really want a delicious how, snack. How would one and they're make like an organic gummy bear. Oh, not the no. These are just like Haribo. Okay, okay, it's two sides of the spectrum. There's either like the perfect granola granola bar, which is made of buckwheat and sadness, or <laughs> there's gummy bears and like Reese's peanut butter. The binding cups. agent is children's <laughs> tears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So Valentine's sucks for you. Yeah, so that's I don't even have a pet peeve because I feel like I I feel like Nick was more doing Valentine's Day previously, but he's on board with my let's not do it, let's just go the day after and you can buy me some fifty percent off chocolate yep. versus like trying to like get some thirty dollar box of chocolate the day before that just doesn't matter. So yeah. I'm into those small things that show even if like when you're not currently together that you're still thinking about the other person and doing something to make them happy and not just because it's one certain day when Hallmark tells you to and then just makes a billion dollar market over people guilted into like buying giant ugly teddy bears. But doesn't every kiss begin with K? The jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, every kiss well, begins with that. Hershey's kisses, actually. If you really want to know. Oh, that's a much better kiss. Yeah, I'd much rather. I'd rather kiss a Hershey kiss than a diamond. <laughs> right? I guess my, I, I'm on board with that. It's it's kind of a shit holiday. It makes a lot of people feel alienated and unwanted and that's all these the feelings other thing. that are it's just really It's the whole really like sad, true. like, I don't have a boyfriend or whatever, so like I have to be sad on Valentine's Day or like the whole Galentine's Day thing where you that's cool. get gifts for your friends who are girls and just all be of that. And yeah. Just be friends on Friendship Day. Friendship Day. That's what it should be. Just a friendship day. Everyone's just friends. Well, so I was I was looking at dangerous um, Valentine's Day, and in Cambodia, it's the most dangerous holiday of the year because there's like kind of something that gets lost in translation, and these for like the holiday that all these guys they there give buy, real hearts. Of what's going to happen? <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> no, it's actually really terrible. Um, well, real hearts give... would be pretty terrible too. They give um, like a gift and then they expect sex in return and they will like physically force girls into it. They'll be oh. like, well, I got you these flowers, so therefore you have to have sex with me. And it's like one of like the biggest days where the most people get raped there. That's awful. Super awful. Another reason to boycott. Fuck Valentine's is this, Day. Is this what we're but saying? But not literally. Just... Yeah. No, not literally. I don't know how you literally... <laughs> Just fu- I'm just going to fuck this whole day. <laughs> well, that's not a bad day, but I don't know. Where are we going with this? This is too much wine already early in the podcast. Um, I guess my pet peeve is that I used to be a much more romantic person, and it's been uh, beaten out of me, like you said, by I do remember. Remember when you did, like, so when you guys got engaged and you did that whole entire, like, scavenger hunt thing, like... Oh, yeah. That was baller. This, like, hike on the island. It sounded like a lot of work to me, but... It was a long hike. A lot longer than I anticipated. It's this long hike, and she found, like, scavenger hunt clues and then, like, a well, treasure chest and all that I'll tell shit. that story briefly in a moment after I get through my pet peeve. <laughs> but, Wasn't that uh, the whole story? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a little more to it than that, but... <laughs> Um, it was uber romantic. Yeah, no, I, I used to leave her notes all the time on her car when we were going to college. I'd get her flowers until she told me, I don't like flowers. They just die. <clears throat> so I, I still do occasionally, but not nearly as often. Uh, I still leave her notes sometimes. Like when I went on my last business trip, I left a note on her pillow. So when she was alone and sad without me, probably just enjoying the silence. And, and she was starfishing in the middle of your bed. And, yeah, more space on the bed. Probably let the dog in the bed to keep her comfy and um, things like that. So I, I do a little bit still, but not nearly as much as I used to. But being a romantic individual or an aspiring romantic or a previous romantic individual, I don't know. I have pretty good tabs on when holidays are coming up and planning for them and thinking about them ahead of time and i've already ordered a gift for her for valentine's day and then she sends me this message from from when she's at the store because we we went to uh we split the kids up and went to different stores shopping to make it go faster and it's uh this valentine's coffee collection for her keurig and she's like buy this for me for valentine's day i said sure she's like okay it's in the cart (laughs) Like, you know, I, I kind of think about things ahead of time a little bit. So, so now she fine. gets two gifts. Yeah, now she gets two gifts. And I do half the work. So it, it works out. I did get, they have these. Um, I'm just going to keep year, spinning this wine. I've noticed. It's a little distracting. Um, they have this thing that's like a date night in a box. 
Um, and so we got one of those. From what I've seen, they're mostly food-based. Like, one of them was like, you make donuts, and then you get donut mugs. So I got this thing this year. It's like a date night in a box. Like oh, so you, you, you got that? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I bought cool. it for this year because there was a coupon, so it was only going to cost $15 instead of $40. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when it's going to come. It's probably going to come after Valentine's Day because I ordered it yesterday. But Valentine's is on a, a weekday anyway, so... Well, it's on a Friday. That's not really a weekday. But... That's true. Mm. Um, But mm. we don't go places all that much now because paying for babysitters is expensive. And honestly, I never wanted to go anywhere in the first place, so it's not much of a change. Yep. Um, so I just thought this would be... I mean, our son goes to bed at like 7, so you have all the time afterwards to do something. Basically, they give you Get all the ingredients um, to make. Like, I saw one where they did homemade ice cream, and I was kind of... It's it's like a recipe in a box of dessert is That's what cool. I've seen so from... you can make it together. Yeah. That's fun. Ta-da! It was like Valentine's Day is one of the holidays that Kelly has been more romantic with. Like, she made that candy board. Which I think you did one for Nick, didn't you? I did one to it's... tell Nick that I was, um, uh, my oh, yeah, ego was. was prego. Yeah, yeah. So both Laura and my wife Kelly made these boards where, where it said something very nice and then you fill in the words with candy. So like... <laughs> Mine said something about like, you better start earning a hundred grand yeah, because yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. come become the three musketeers. Yep. Side note, Nick so did, she did not that for me for Valentine's start Day earning a hundred grand. <laughs> well, no, give it time. Maybe by kid number two. Uh, so she's done that. We've done. Um, she's given me all sorts of great Valentine's gifts. So I really don't have a lot of big pet peeves, but uh, I guess this is just shit. This this opening shit. Let's just get to the <laughs> fucking murders. Basically, Let's make this Valentine's more exciting. Day I basically finished a, this. I know you're life. chugging it over there. Valentine's Day is a construct. Is our complaint? Let me tell you about the Valentine murder mystery weekend. <laughs> tell me about it. Save me. This from shit my is about to get self. real. All right, this is Kim Hricko, who had a comfortable middle-class existence with her husband, Stephen, in Talbot County, Maryland. But her sunny suburban life vanished in smoke and flame on Valentine's weekend of 1998. That sounds like a preview to a movie. Yeah, she was literally, no, this is from her episode of Snapped. It was like uh, okay, plucked okay. straight from the IMBD of her episode. But her sunny life. That's um, good. So for months, um, she was a surgical technician, and she confided to her friends and coworkers that she was really unhappy in her nine-year marriage, and she longed to get rid of her husband. They were going to counseling, and she'd reportedly asked for a divorce, which her husband had refused. Um, so instead of suing for a divorce, she decided she would go a different path. Yep. She reportedly <laughs> offered a coworker $50,000 to kill her husband and Whoa. boasted to him that an insurance payout, um, she would get would be anywhere between 200 to $400,000. Now, if someone came up to me and said 50 grand, I wouldn't do it. But there would be this one microsecond where I'd be like, "That's fifty thousand dollars." Fifty thousand dollars. But then I'd go right back. I'd go right back to four hundred thousand. I'd be like, "I need that two hundred thousand, por favor." Well, then she gains nothing. She gains her freedom, which apparently is her thing. Fair enough. Anyway, so weeks later, she confided to a friend that she'd been planning to give her husband a drug that would paralyze him. 
just casual in conversation. She's like, she's you know a what chatty Kathy. This one paralyzed this. Hey, by the way, guys, I have this great idea. It's kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she googled. You'll never it a believe bunch what Nick and... did the other day, and I'm I'm so gonna fucking kill him this way. I'm gonna paralyze him slowly. <laughs> and then um, feed him to our cats. It's gonna so... be just wonderful. Her husband, on the other hand, was trying to work on repairing their failing marriage. He was unaware that Kim was already having an affair. She was uh, hooking up with a younger man who was a Marine. Um, But he invited her to a Valentine's weekend in a nearby hotel. And this um, Valentine's Day weekend getaway featured a campy mafia wedding whodunit on stage, like murder mystery. So first of all, I want to do that. I I was reading that and I was like, well, that doesn't sound bad. Like that, I campy. That's my jam. (laughs) Murder mystery. Sign me up for that Valentine's Day. That's a Valentine's when the kids are older. And babysitters are so expensive. Oh, I was like, you're going to send When the kids can babysit themselves, we'll all go to a murder mystery dinner on Valentine's Day. Um, Well, this is like a whole weekend. They stay in the hotel that night, too. Even even better. Even more time away. So the the groom sips poison champagne and drops dead during a toast. And then the audience has to try and solve the mystery afterwards. It sounds so great. So great. It really does. Um, So anyways, early. A whole weekend of that? Well, I think it's just one night. Like, you oh, go, okay, okay, and then you still, stay the still. night. Well, that's great, right? You get to drink, solve the mystery, stay up super late, then and sleep then the in the next morning, day. And then the next morning, you get, like, a murder-themed brunch. All I want is murder-themed brunch. Red eggs and ham? I don't know what is a murder-themed brunch. Oh, I was thinking, like, they would make, like, scones, and the scones would be, like, um... You know, regular scones, and then they would just take a sharp knife and slather it in like strawberry jam, and then just stab it into the scone. So it nice. was like blood coming out of a your cherry, scone. A cherry drizzle on top. Yeah. And blood. Yeah. It's appetizing. So basically, we should plan a murder brunch because we're really good at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you okay. are. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Then early the next morning, um, the charred corpse of Kim's husband is what? found dead in their burned down hotel room. Charred corpse? Yep. And the the room was burned down. Yes. So uh, Kim tells the police that after they returned to their room, murder solved. Also, I couldn't find anywhere who in this campy story killed the husband. Wait, wait, wait. You mean you mean the murder mystery? Yeah, I couldn't find the answer. <laughs> Spoilers! Come on, you got to go play the game. I guess I have at to this go to hotel Maryland where real someone fast. actually died. It's like an even better selling point. It really for is for this murder mystery hotel. Um, okay, so they solved it. They went back to their room. Her husband began drinking heavily. Tried to pressure her into having sex. They got into a massive fight. She left to drive to a friend's home in Easton um, and got lost for two hours. When she returned around 1 a.m., she saw smoke and then just went to the front desk to ask for help. Um, A hotel guest and a worker broke into their room and dragged out uh, poor Stephen's body. The fire, which appeared to have started on or near the bed, had burned out, but um, poor Stephen was dead. One cigar was missing from a new pack, and Kim told investigators that her husband smoked when he drank. However, his family and friends told the police that he didn't drink or smoke. That was a hard pass. <laughs> so the person who talked a lot about killing him then yeah. made up some 
some excuse that everyone could say no that uh, that wouldn't be the case not to mention the fact that so okay she said she was going to her friend's house in easton but got lost for two hours and they were saying the easton is like a 20 minute drive mm-hmm. away from where she was and then if she was lost why would she not call her friends or like do a google like obviously she had her phone yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, I didn't want to call my friend because it was late and I didn't want to wake her up. And they were like, I'm sorry, you didn't want to call and wake her up, but then you were going to go bang her door down and like ring her doorbell and wake her up 20 minutes later when you got there. Right. Okay. That makes sense. No. She didn't, she didn't plan this. She, she clearly planned this ahead of time, just not very well. Yeah. So, um, the state medical examiner, they did an autopsy, um, and what they... What they came to the conclusion of was that he was probably poisoned with uh, succinct chlorine chloride. (laughs) I've practiced this a lot. Commonly used in surgery to help doctors administer breathing tubes and relax patients' muscles. It paralyzes the diaphragm and stops the subject's breathing, producing fatal brain damage within four minutes if the subject doesn't receive help to breathe. So what they concluded was that he was probably injected with a fatal dose of the drug, but they couldn't actually find any evidence of it in his system. And this is because the drug is processed super rapidly by the body and can be undetectable in a matter of minutes. Wow. However, the autopsy managed to rule out every other cause of death, including heart attack, drug or alcohol overdose, a Mm -hmm. lethal buildup of pesticides or carbon monoxide that he might have inhaled from a fire um and what they determined was that he basically had died and stopped breathing before the fire was even started because he had Mm. no smoke inhalation in his lungs at all yep so they felt like it had to be that drug and it makes more sense because kimberly a surgical tech would know the information about the drug the fact that it processes super fast is an undetectable and like how it would you know paralyze your diaphragm and everything she, she probably also told like half a dozen people yes she, was she ordering also it mentioned that she was going to use a drug to paralyze him but yeah, okay yeah. um <laughs> so she claimed to be innocent um still like forever uh but uh Marilyn Jurley thought otherwise, and they found her guilty of both murder and arson, and she was sentenced to life in prison plus an additional 30 years. Wow. So life plus a little bit more. So after you die, we're going to keep you there for 30 more years. 30 more years. Um, yeah, so she's never admitted to the murder. She still claims her innocent. Um, she is in an episode of Snapped from 2004. Also kind of interesting... Um, I was Googling her, and she wrote a bunch of articles from prison. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was super interesting to read. Um, One of them was about how they have super weird laws on mail that can come in and out of the jail. Um, Also, you can't read Lord of the Rings because Lord of... Not Lord of the Rings. Oh. (laughs) Game of Thrones. You can't read Game... Probably Lord of the Rings, too, though. You couldn't read the Game of Thrones books because there's maps in them, and maps are considered contraband. Maps? Even though, like, Westeros is a fake place. Like, you can't have anything with maps. That's so strange. Yeah. And I don't remember what the other one was now. But, yeah, she's written a couple of articles, and I read them. I'm going to escape prison with a map of Westeros, everybody. (laughs) So hold hold on, guys. Uh, Hold your horses. Fascinating. Yeah. And that was the murder at a murder mystery dinner. 
On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. That's I actually really like. I want to do that now. I know, right? That's my dream Valentine's Day. Not like to murder at a murder mystery, but to be at a murder mystery. Just to clarify that up real fast. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if the opportunity wrote. No. Uh, now, mine's somewhat famous. I've heard of it before we started looking at Valentine's stuff. So I decided to uh, read a little bit more about it. And it's the uh, murder of Tara Lynn Grant. Are you familiar with that one? Yes. It's probably pervasive, but I wasn't that familiar with it, so I dug into it a little bit more. Um, it's pretty gruesome, so I thought that's perfect for Valentine's Day, right? It's all about bloody hearts and whatnot. Uh, so Stephen Grant, Tara Lynn's husband, went to the police on Valentine's Day in 2007, um, and then the police started to investigate uh, that she was missing, as he claimed. Um, and realized that she'd been unaccounted for for five days prior to when Stephen reported her missing. That's like your first red flag. I would really the hope next that... words I wrote in my notes were the first red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike. But I'm sorry if if Kelly was missing, or if my husband, if Nick More was missing, it, it, like a couple hours. Yeah, if she I thought he was going to come for a couple home, hours. If, if I thought he was going to come home from for dinner or whatever, and it was like five thirty, and he wasn't home from work, like he's fucking dead. Yeah, I'm already freaking yeah, out. Yeah. He's lost. He he's on you. the side of the road. He's yep. in a ditch. Yep. If he didn't call me at four fifteen to tell me he was leaving work, I'd be like, Nick's gone, guys. <laughs> so they ask him. They ask him about this, and and he he said, well, she's she you know she goes away sometimes for extended periods of time without like telling anybody well and he said she talked with someone on the phone on february 9th after they said well what about these five days where no one heard from her and he was like oh well on february 9th five days ago um she got a phone call and she talked to the person on the phone said okay i'll meet you in a little bit and then she left entered a dark vehicle at the end of the driveway and then i didn't see her for five days (laughs) it's like "Mm, hey buddy your story is not so tight already not a That's great not, start. Not, not a great start. Not normal. Not how that works. So after they started questioning him about this, uh, he started to try to weave this sob story and went to the press. And he claimed that the police were harassing him. Uh, one day he was um, pulled over because he was driving with a suspended license, and they detained him. And he claimed they used that as an excuse to question him, but the police denied that, that he had a suspended license. They pulled him over and they detained him, probably because he was a little shifty. I mean, he sounds great. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. sounds wonderful. Is super, he on, super um, great guy. Is he on Tinder? Yeah, he probably is on Tinder. <laughs> He's probably on Ashley Madison. <laughs> all, all the other gentlemen in prison have him on their Tinder. That's probably what it is. So during this media circus, the police continued to search for Tara. Um, and at this point she was just considered missing because they didn't have a body or any other information. And among other places, they searched a nearby park. Um, but after finally getting a warrant, um, to search Stephen's home, so it took him, it took him a while to get a warrant. Um, they looked in the garage and they found dismembered parts of Tara's body still on the floor. He's a f- fucking man, right? You can't even clean up after him. I was gonna say, I'm sorry. He, first Day, of all, no he less. had five days of just nothing, like before he even reported her missing, and he didn't well, clean it up then. The park that um, they had planned to search, he heard about that they were gonna search there, and that's where he buried her. So he had to go exhume the body and then bring her back home. 
But he still... I'm sorry, but he could have exhumed the body and put it somewhere else. Yep. But they found her... Uh, or That's fine. What I'm glad he's remaining stupid. of her. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. Totally stupid. What was remaining of her, um, they found back at home, uh, cut up in pieces in garage trash cans in his own garage. Uh, so somehow he just forgot to bag up the torso, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I do. It's his man job. It's where you do like 55% of the job and then get distracted and then never come back and do the rest of it. Yep. That's man work right there. That's man work. <laughs> That's why I write notes about everything. That way I don't forget the torsos, ladies and gentlemen. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at the time they found this, Stephen was long gone. He split. So he knew they were going to come there. I'm not sure how he was so plugged in. I mean, he was, he was obviously he part of the questioning scanner. and investigation, but yeah, maybe. He so probably he found out, like, they probably are like, oh, we gonna, we're coming. You know, they tell you, like, we're going to get a warrant. Blee, 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 blah, 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 yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, they're going to get a warrant. I got. I'm fucked. I don't know how to clean it. <laughs> I don't know how to clean. And there's just a torso here. So I guess I better just bounce. Oh, man, that's so gross. Uh, I feel so bad for her. Anyway, so he borrowed a truck from one of his friends who had no real idea of what he had done at this point um, and split before the police could get to his home and search. Uh, clearly, he <laughs> he couldn't tidy up um, and he made it 280 miles away um, when they tracked his cell phone when he called his sister. So he called his sister. They had his, his cell phone. All right, now I have two him. rules. One, don't forget the torso. Two, buy a burner phone. Or use a payphone. Well, I guess maybe maybe in 2007 they still had them. I went, no, you I just you, you take your, bo- your phone and take you crush your it. You take your bone. You crush it into a million pieces. Go fuck pieces. yourself because you suck. <laughs> and then you get like a burner phone from like Walmart. Yep. There you go. Laura knows how it's done. <laughs> he just leaves torsos lying around and then calls his sister. Dude, I hate him. I mean, I hated him before, but I also hate how bad of a job he did. So then he flees deep into the uh, Wilderness State Park in northern Michigan. And dies. It's where it's fucking cold. And nothing but pants, a shirt, and socks. And dies. Well. Actually, I really pr- hope his I think, by the way, he probably did this to try to die. Yeah. I think he probably wanted to get lost, never get caught. That's a and, really and finally slow, die. terrible way to die. So Maybe he knew how to punish himself. Yeah, I don't know. All the life choices this dude is making. Lots of poor decisions. So I, I think that's why he, he did it. But um, they ended up finding him. Um, and he had frostbite and hyperthermia. So not dead, unfortunately. Just a few toes. That would have been a better death. I mean, just to freeze to death and that's, think about what, what you saying, did. Just slowly freeze to death. That should be, that's, I guess that would be cruel and unusual punishment, which, you know, not in this country. Maybe somewhere else. So after being airlifted to the hospital, he gave a full confession. He recounted that he strangled her, dismembered her at a family's tool and die shop, and hid her in the local park before moving her back home, where her remains were later found in trash bags in the garbage can. So he confessed to everything. He let them know he moved it, and he told them all the details. And to tie back to Valentine's Day and relationships, not only what did he claim that she was missing on Valentine's Day, but um, 
And of course, our podcast, we always talk about the reasons why someone might kill someone or, you know, our hypothetical murders. And while we never condone murder and we joke about it, um, you know, all our pet peeves, nags and such, he claimed that Tara slapped him and belittled him, which led to a fight. And of course, he strangled her. I hope he gets slapped just continuously. Like, dude. We've talked about that before. Like, the punishment that, fit, like, just <laughs> you, you live for eternity being slapped and belittled, as you probably well deserve. <sighs> so, again, that was his pet peeve, I suppose. So and his recourse awful. was murder, and his mind must have broken at that point. Did, I can't even picture dismembering a human body, let alone doing it. So on December... Let alone uh, just like carrying it back and forth from the local park to your house multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, bad guy. Bad reasons to kill someone. I don't think there's a good reason to kill someone, by the way. <laughs> Even the death penalty I'm against. Because I think the justice system is flawed. And if you potentially could make a mistake, maybe you shouldn't be killing people. Yeah. That's where I stand on that. But... Um, in December of 2007, so not even a year later, after uh, he murdered his wife, Tara, he was found guilty of second-degree murder, uh, had a minimum sentence of 50 years. He lost his appeal in 2010, so he did appeal maybe for a lesser sentence because he did confess. Um, but the original 50 to up to 80 years sentence stood. Good. Um and this was carried out until, so this carried out um, further into 2015, not that long ago. He claimed his confession was unlawful because he was recovering in the hospital, and his trial was so public it couldn't be fair. The judge just fucking cock-blocked him <laughs> and said they went to extraordinary measures to make sure that his trial was fair. Um, so who knows at this point what else he might try. He's probably got 40 plus years left on his sentence. He could try some other stupid thing. How old is he? I'm not sure how old he was when this happened. Um, but it happened in 2007. So we're over 10 years after that. 13 years after that. Mm -hmm. So even if, say, even if he was like 40. He's still like only 50 something. Yeah. Darn. Well, let's hope he just stays there. 80 years. 80 plus. And gets slapped and belittled every day because you murdered a woman and you deserve that. Terrible reason. So, yeah. Speaking of. That's, that's my Valentine's murder. So. And it makes me want to throw up after all of this wine. <laughs> red, 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 red wine. Deep red wine. Um, so I don't have a reason to kill Nick, but if I was going to on Valentine's Day... Well, you have reasons, just not... Just not a valentines related. one, but... Um, so what I was talking about earlier is how people get forced into buying those, like, cheapy, terrible, like, teddy bears that are, like, holding hearts or sure. whatever. Stuffed yep. animals, which I already have a huge thing against stuffed animals because they're gross. They are gross. Did you know My kids sleep with stuffed animals every night. 80% of stuffed animals are contaminating with Staphylococcus, a pathogen that can cause food poisoning when, when ingested. 80%. Don't eat stuffed animals is what we're yeah, trying to say. But little kids do. They, be, um, yes, they basically do. Even scarier, as many as 25% can tame coliforms suggesting that possible presence of harmful organisms organisms 
organisms. That can cause yes. dangerous diseases. Um, so basically, stuffed animals like those little hardy teddy bears are just like ripe with disgusting possibilities. They are gross. So my um, thought was to poison the teddy bear with some ricin. What? Yeah. So ricin is going to kill a teddy bear. No, the teddy bear is. De- <laughs> oh my god! Side note: If you're googling, That's like how you said it, I'm going to poison a teddy bear with ricin. <laughs> Um, I was Googling something about teddy bears and like this little suggestion thing popped up and it was like, do teddy bears have feelings? And there was this whole article where the person was like, unlike popular belief, teddy bears do have feelings. You can tell them anything and they don't judge. And I was like, I can't click this because I will go so deep down this wormhole that I must leave. So I didn't click on it because I just... of teddy bear advocates and yeah. how much they're abused by little children. Yeah. And I just could not read it right now. Anyways, all right. So ricin is super poisonous plant. Um, it's obtained from the beans of the castor oil plant. Mm-hmm. So basically, like when you extract the castor oil of out, ricin is like the solid fiber crap that's left. Yeah, it's like the waste. Yep. It's the very, very poisony, poisony waste. So um, it can kill you. Oftentimes, like, you hear about people, like, getting it injected in them, but it also mm. kills you if you inhale it. Oh, so boy. I was just going to take some, mix it with a little, little water water, put it in a spray bottle, spray the shit out of one of those, like, Yuma Boo Bears or whatever. <laughs> Yuma, Yuma Boo Bears. Um, Anyone who buys one of those might want to consider. <laughs> doing something else. <laughs> putting raisin on it. Um... So then you give your significant other uh, rice and boo bear, and then they hug it and say, oh, I love it, and they breathe in the rice in, and then they have a fever shortly after, and they die in about three days. It's a long death. Three days? You get a fever, and three days later, you're just dead? It's not that bad. It could be longer. (laughs) Laura's barometer for pain. A three-day death, that's not, that's not too bad. Come on. Could be worse. <laughs> Although mine would take longer, I think. Um, and probably be more painful, I'm not sure. Yeah, you know what? I'm being nice here. Rice and bear. Where it's at. Get a it's brand new that. store in the mall. <laughs> Build a bear, yeah, that's old Build news. Build a bear's old news. We do rice and bear now. <laughs> you can order a rice and bear. Your husband cheats on you, abuses you, or any of the above. Rice and bears. You can buy two for one if you have multiple relationships. Our Valentine's Happy Day Valentine's special, Day, two for the price of one. Uh, yep, that's good. Rice and bear. You should give him a bear and just name it Ricin and see if he makes any sort of connection. Um, He has like a really... He has a thing against um any sort of bears or buying like stuffed animals because... One time he had an ex-girlfriend who he bought a Build-A-Bear for, and then she called it their baby and took it everywhere. Granted, this was when he was in college. This wasn't like some third grade relationship. And she took it everywhere and had a name and brought it to school, college. She brought it to college with her and like had a voice and for it. And a baby it. Bjorn. And called it their baby. She had a voice for it? I've heard yeah. part of the story. I didn't know that she had a voice for yeah, it. Yeah, it had a so specific like, baby bear voice, oh, I Nick, guess. Have you checked on our little baby today? Hi, Daddy. How are you? <laughs> it's just her, like, turning her head in two different she directions. She's like, passing to the side. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. And she's so, listening um, right now. Nick has never bought 
a Build-A-Bear since. He has nightmares about Build-A-Bears. Yeah, I like made a joke about him buying me one and he was like, I'm not doing that. There's no way. He has this twitch in his also, eye. Also, he knows that I would just follow around making the bear be like, Dada, I eat you. <laughs> After that story. Anyway. Well, yeah, now that I know, I'd totally just be the worst about it. So. I'm going to buy you guys a Build-A-Bear now. I really want one. One that you can record it? Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. All right, that's it. We're going to get a, a portable Build-A-Bear. Well, that could be the next New Year's game. Oh, for his birthday, I was going to say, but maybe that's too mean. Yeah, that's a little mean Nick, for don't birthday. listen to this episode. Stop. Go he's away. A few, he's quite a few behind, he said, so yeah, we got time. Yeah, so we got some time. We might make it. Listen to this one on his birthday. <laughs> All right. So as I mentioned, I used to buy lots of flowers until Kelly was like, fuck flowers. They're pointless. They die. It's sad. Keep them um, in the ground. So, and I've heard of this before, but you can actually get um, sick from roses if you get pricked. And it has certain bacteria on it. So I, lo- I started looking this up to see, um, and there's many, many cases of people dying after getting pricked by a rose. Uh, one woman, di- the, the specific case I looked at, she died six days after being pricked. Double see, three days. I was going to say, I <laughs> cut that in half. Yeah, you're very generous and merciful. Um, she had, uh, this one had uh, septicemia and uh, necrotizing fasciitis, which is basically Necrotizing skin, fasciitis. Skin deteriorating. Don't ask me why I know so much about that. <laughs> hmm. Nick, if you get roses for Valentine's Day, don't touch them. You just get the ones that have all the little pricklies, like, cut off. Like, the, you know, the florist cuts them all off. Sure, or yeah. But we have rosebush uh, in our yard. We have one um, so too, but that. it's like the gnarled stump from like, you know, the castle in Sleeping Beauty when there's like all the just thorn shit. Or, that's what our rose bush it's looks like. It's just a bramble. It's never had a rose. It's just the sad. So that, that one's pretty rare. But uh, the more common one is uh, <laughs> sporotrichosis, which is a fungus uh, found on rose thorns, uh, hay, uh, moss, twigs, and some kinds of soil. So it's pretty common. It, when you get pricked, it starts off as a small bump, and in about 60% of cases, the fungus, that's a lot, 60%, spreads yeah, to over your lymph nodes. And over time, new nodules and ulcers will spread in a line uh, up the infected arm. Okay, that so sounds way longer than six days. Continuing ul- ulcers. Well, it's not always fatal unless um, it progresses too far. Um, and, and the, the actual ulcers and infection can last for years. Uh, in rare cases, it can infect bones, joints, and lungs, which is when it, be, and, and, um, the tissue around your brain. So you basically get bacterial meningitis from it. Okay. okay. That's basically what can happen. Uh, people with weak immune systems are more susceptible to these worse conditions. So my plan to use the roses we have in our yard already, I'm just going to water the shit out of them, making so sure I spray all of the... What you're not, when you water roses, you're just supposed to water the soil so they don't grow fungus and whatnot and stay wet. So I'm just going to spray the shit out of them up and down. You're just going to fungus them up. <laughs> gonna, yep. Uh, there's going to be more fungus among us. Yep. I wrote that down. So enjoy that. Take it with you. Thanks. I just took a sip right when you said that, and I feel like wine went... A little up my nose. Good. That's um, not, you know, sorry for the pain, but at least it was somewhat funny. Uh, what the fuck am I saying? So anyway, <laughs> when I can visually see the fungal growth, then I'll know it's enough. Gross, right? Okay, so, so you're just ruining a rose bush. Yeah, it's going to ruin my rose bush. I'll cut the roses. 
I wrap them in uh, like a paper towel because it's you know it's a home homegrown gift, right? Um, but I, will, I won't remove the thorns. <laughs> I'm just gonna hit her in the head. <laughs> the fucking ruin <road> <laughs> So I'll hand them to her, being being careful myself, and and usually I I pick these roses for her before, and I do I cut I take my knife and I shave off all the the, the thorns, uh, so I won't do that this time. So when she grabs it <laughs> in her old cans, <laughs> <laughs> me Bam. want roses. <laughs> Thorn pricks. <laughs> uh, yep. So I could I do that. I could repeat it over, you know, multiple you months. You keep stabbing her every once just in a keep while until her it with takes. <laughs> <laughs> or another idea, wait until she's sick. We're sick all the time with these kids anyway. And when your immune system's down, right, we, the symptoms can be much, much worse. <laughs> and then I'm good. So then I'll give her flowers to feel better. Aww. So, so nice her and the flowers so can thoughtful. die together. <laughs> and then in about seven days when the flowers die, because... And they die, by the way, because whenever I give them to her, you know how they, you know, flowers need water, right? Yeah. I guess she doesn't know that because <laughs> I put them in the vase myself because she won't. And you don't put water in it? No, and I put water in it, oh. but then, you know, they absorb water. So when it gets down lower and lower, if you want your flowers to survive a little bit longer than a few days, you just simply add water. Don't you have to she add just doesn't. plant food? Well, I put that in there as well. When I first put the water in there, oh, the plant food, I stirred it. around. I, I try to help these poor flowers out best I can. You should just buy like but the, pants, the plants water. that are in like a pot of the dirt already. Like a, when you can plant in the ground and actually Or just keep in a pot forever, I yeah. guess. Those yeah. exist too. I've done that before as well. <laughs> and then it died too. They didn't survive. <laughs> we don't have any plants. Well, I mean, we have stuff in like the backyard, but we don't have any indoor plants because I already have to take care of too many things and I don't want to take care of another. I've already got yep. too many useless freeloaders here. And as you know, when Kelly is hurt or sick, she will not go to the doctor unless she's absolutely forced to. She'll just show she, everybody her She arm tripped bump. over a baby gate and I'm pretty sure she broke her nose and she decided she was not going to go to the doctor and... It's healing, but it still hurts like a bitch. Well, Every I mean, time the they're baby not going to do anything for like a broken nose anyways. But I feel like she would just get that giant lump on her arm. And then she'd just go around showing everybody her lump arm. Look, and I have this lump on my arm. <laughs> it's like two weeks later. Thunk. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with my arm. My, my arm's so lumpy. <laughs> and for once, I will not say, maybe you should go to the doctor and I'll just let. I'll just be like, oh, yeah. That's a lump. The sporotrichosis take over until she becomes a plant in her own right. Beautiful. Happy Valentine's Day. And remember, while marriage is messy. Murder is messier. And even if your girlfriend says she doesn't want anything for Valentine's Day, she absolutely does. (laughs) 